AEC Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show. Hello and welcome to episode 134 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Noam Rotem, CEO of Syracuse, a startup augmenting cranes with autonomous operating capabilities. Noam, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, yes, uh, I think the topic of autonomous cranes is really exciting. Uh, and um, I wonder what sparked your, you to start up Syracuse and, and what does your company do uh, as for today? Yeah, uh, so um, I think I always, even as a child, was always uh, a, an engineer, even before I got my degree. Uh, always interested, always playing with uh, a Lego, with uh, mechanical uh, toys, electric trains, and always very interested with uh, mechanics. Um, in my family, everybody is an engineer, uh, so this was not a surprise. Uh, and um, cranes are a, just a fascinating machine, in my opinion. Their uh, their size their power, uh, um, and in Israel, at least tower cranes are very popular. Uh, we see them uh, everywhere. And uh, I've always had uh, a fascination with uh, this kind of machines. And uh, slowly, slowly looking at a, taking the experience that I have from other industries, mainly uh, aerospace and automotive, places where I've worked in the past, I was looking to see how to implement that kind of a technology onto the crane as a platform. Okay, we we know that cranes uh, are pretty essential, and uh, also we know that it's really important to keep the cranes going and and not letting them stay stay still for a long time. It's it's they are pretty costly to have. So. Uh, what do you, what is the business case for an autonomous crane? Yeah. So um, Syracuse, as you stated, we are actually developing uh, a system of hardware and software to augment both existing cranes and new cranes in order to uh, allow them more advanced functionality for operator assistance, autonomous operation, and data capture. Uh, today, we actually have a number of cranes, tower cranes in Israel that we have already retrofitted, where Syracuse is operating either as an operator assistance. So looking at the uh, automotive world, this would be kind of like an ADAS system. So the crane operator is still manually operating the crane, but Syracuse is installed on the crane, providing assistance in warning, or if necessary, slow down and stop to prevent um, to prevent a collision or any kind of a safety situation. For example, preventing the operator from putting the load on a, on a place where a person is standing or a cement truck moved into the site. So this is one functionality that we are providing, and we consider this this is basically a very um, level one or level two autonomy. Uh, we do have also cranes that have already what we call autopilot functionality. 
So the crane operator is still sitting in the cab. However, uh, the system, Syracuse is able to plan the trajectory, the lift plan. And once the crane operator approves this lift plan, Syracuse actually sends the commands to the crane and Syracuse is driving the crane and the operator doesn't need to uh, maneuver the, the controls. He's only there to supervise and intervene in edge cases. This is a second level of uh, autonomy that we are doing. And in the long run, we do plan to reach full autonomy. So that means no crane operator in the cab and no crane operator anywhere. That's, uh, that's a concept that um, I think for a lot of people in the industry is a bit uh, challenging. And uh, that's really uh, going to take some time. I'd like to say that we have autopilot in uh, commercial flights for 25 years, but still you and I still want to know that there is a pilot sitting in the cockpit. So that I think full autonomy is uh, sometimes ahead uh, of us. But really, for us at Syracuse, the main value for the system is not necessarily uh, excluding the human crane operator. The real value for Syracuse is really improving safety, improving the efficiency of the crane, and capturing all of the data that we have from our sensors above the construction site. We're not looking to to uh, to reduce the crane operator anywhere in the uh, in the foreseeable future. Do you see a future w where you could uh, operate the crane totally remotely, so that one operator would operate more than one crane? Is that possible? Yes, sir. So we are also a we also are working on uh, a remote operation. So that means allowing the crane operator, rather than sitting 9, 10, 12 hours in the cab on top, to sit in a, a control room that could be uh, at the edge of the construction site or could be even farther away. And then you could have a situation where you would have one construction site with maybe four or five cranes where on each of these cranes, you have Syracuse system installed, working, operating the crane autonomously, and you have one crane operator sitting in that cab, supervising the different cranes. And if at any situation, one of the Syracuse system is unable to uh, a, operate the crane independently, then Syracuse is able to identify that situation, stop, and ask the human to intervene. This is something that is already happening to some extent. If you look at um, it, at sea harbors, where you have cranes loading and unloading uh, containers, that's a very controlled environment, not the same like a, as a construction site. And but we do think that this is um, a, a foreseeable future where you have multiple cranes with Syracuse and one operator sitting in our cab at the edge of the site or possibly even farther away in a central control room. So you mentioned that you can uh, even make an existing uh, crane autonomous or intelligence in a way. What does it take to, to add the, uh, these features to a crane? 
Right. So uh, we, we, we have already converted a number of cranes in Israel, uh, including cranes, including uh, Liber and the Potan cranes. Uh, so we have them uh, already converted. Our system includes, uh, we use uh, high-grade industrial electronics. So we're using a RGB video cameras as sensors. We are also using LiDAR, which we have installed on the crane. We actually um, uh, do a lot of work with uh, a, a company called Innovis, which is uh, doing solid-state uh, LiDAR. Uh, a, they're an Israeli company with very high quality uh, solid state LiDAR. We are using uh, encoders and motion control se motion sensors on the crane to understand the position of the crane, but we're also able to uh, model the dimensions of the load and the position while we're, while we're transporting the load and also using video and LiDAR to understand the environment. So we're able to see where the people are on the ground, where are the trucks, where are the uh, mobile crates, where is the building. So we have the real-time view of the site. We know where the crane is in that environment, but we also are able to track the load as we're operating the crane. Using all of this knowledge, we actually calculate our trajectory and operate the crane or provide operator assistance. By the way, in fact, uh, Omer Kilaf of Inovis was, was my guest a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> so on, on the so, podcast. Uh, yeah, so we're a very, um, I, I honestly have to say, we're very uh, proud uh, to have such uh, an outstanding Israeli a LiDAR company really um, interested in the technology that we are developing uh, as a, an application that is very um, LiDAR oriented. Uh, and uh, really, we're even we're looking to see part of what Syracuse is doing is really we found that a lot of GCs uh, are interested in the data that we are gathering from our sensors. So not only in order to um, control the crane and improve the crane safety and operation, but really we actually have now a very wide sensor array. So a video camera, LiDAR, so which we are using to continuously map the site. And part of our business model is really to provide this data and analytics to be uploaded to the GC BIM model. So this is part of what we're looking to provide to the GCs really have this information. And of course, uh, Inovis LiDAR is very rich. So uh, this is data that the GCs can have once they have the Syracuse system installed on a crane in their uh, construction site. As a startup, you, you certainly have certain ha had some challenges in develop developing your solution uh, and perhaps also as a, as a business. So what have you been, what have been your biggest challenges? So far, yeah. Well, it's it is very hard. I have to say, um, construction tech. When uh, we started uh, working on Syracuse, uh, we were not. We didn't even know the, of this a uh, term and this a uh, business called construction tech. Uh, most of the people in Syracuse are coming from uh, aerospace or uh, automotive industry. 
so this is the world of knowledge that we are bringing. Uh, construction as a business uh, has a reputation of being a bit uh, slow to adopt innovative technology. And I think this is right, even though we do see uh, that a lot of GCs now uh, are pushing for innovation, but this is still overall uh, overall the situation. Within construction tech, I think uh, cranes are really small uh, vertical, which is very specific. It's even a uh, even cranes are even a separate vertical than the earth moving, like built robotics, for example, which is an interesting similar kind of company where we're doing cranes, they're doing uh, excavators. So obviously there are a lot of uh, parallels, but this is a different business. And um, and of course, being a robotics company, so we are very hardware oriented. So this is not a simple solution. This is uh, a hard tech. So electronics, a lot of uh, motion control, this is not uh, an easy uh, application. So all of this together really makes, um, on the one hand, Syracuse uh, a bit uh, difficult for a lot of people in the industry to uh, relate to. But on the other hand, uh, Crane people really love what we're doing. Uh, we are getting excellent feedback from uh, the Crane people within the construction tech industry and even Talking to the large crane OEMs, um, I think they understand that this is uh, kind of like the Tesla of um, of uh, the crane business. So uh, nobody, the crane OEM, the crane manufacturers haven't been doing this, and uh, I think we are pushing the crane industry, the construction crane industry, forward. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy to, to bear this weight. You said that part of your business model is to provide uh, data uh, about the site and what's happening there. So, so how, how, do you, how do you currently integrate with other systems that are used uh, on the site or, or will integrate in the future? Right. So today, all of the, all of the uh, sensor data processing and all of the computing is uh, performed on site. So we actually have the Syracuse system has industrial computers installed on the crane to process and uh, operate the system. This is in order to ensure a high performance and also to make sure that the system is secure for cyber securities. However, we do uh, allow all the data to be safely transferred to a cloud environment in order to be accessed by the GCs or maybe the crane rental company or even the crane OEM. And we are looking to either um, uh, monetize this data for those uh, customers ourselves or possibly uh, offer this data to other companies. For example, a, 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 a if you're obviously familiar with uh, build dots or a or a versatile, so these are companies that are primarily focused on data and analytics. So, uh, so this is possible to for us to give them access to our data to enrich their 
uh, analytics models and provide their customers with more services or more data. Of course, uh, yeah, of course, uh, Versatile and uh, Build Dots, uh, two uh, a very good uh, and strong Israeli uh, construction tech uh, companies uh, that are really, I think, uh, at the forefront of uh, Israeli construction tech. I, I wonder if there are any, because cranes are part of the logistics of the, of the construction site and of the logistic process in a way. So I wonder if there are any logistics uh, software or systems uh, used on, on construction sites. Do you know of any? Uh, so uh, I, uh, just for example, um, uh, we know that a, a number of crane uh, manufacturers, OEM, they uh, have as a service, they provide software to plan uh, the lift plans for the cranes. So this is something that we are looking to uh, work together with uh, those kind of uh, uh, software functions. So this is to um, integrate and possibly uh, improve their functionality. There are a, a lot of uh, construction companies that are trying to implement uh, logistic solutions just in time. Uh, and of course, having the crane, the ability to, uh, uh, to uh, calculate ahead of time where the crane needs to be and how long will it take it to transport the load from point to point. This is, of course, a very important when you want to manage the construction site as a, a, as a factory. You want to uh, improve the efficiency. So this is, of course, somewhere that, uh, that we are looking to uh, facilitate. And uh, we really believe that part of the value of having an autonomous crane is not only the ability to transport the load safely and efficiently, it's really the ability to integrate the crane more holistically with the entire uh, connected and intelligent site. So the crane is no longer a standalone unit. It's really now that it is a smart crane or an autonomous crane with Syracuse, it can be fully integrated with uh, the BIM model. You can have in real time where the crane is, what did it pick up, where did it take it off, when is the crane uh, empty, when is it uh, being used, and that's really part of the value is not only in improving the crane itself, but really integrating with the entire management and logistical process of the construction site. Once again, and this does not uh, need, you don't need that to remove the crane operator to do that. We're for leaving the crane operator as a supervisor. So, so where do you already have uh, customers? Uh, Today, we actually, um, a, a part of our uh, pre-seed funding, we raised from uh, Israeli, uh, the largest crane uh, rental company in Israel, a company called uh, Skyline. And we have a number of uh, cranes uh, that they own that have already been retrofitted. And these cranes are currently, or some of these cranes are currently uh, uh, rented out to GCs in Israel. We actually are starting a, we're, in, we're actually also um, in discussion with a large uh, European GC to pilot the system uh, later this year. And we also have a, a scheduled pilot 
in the Far East with uh, a tower crane uh, OEM. Yeah, because your your solution is is yeah your solution is certainly something that would basically work work anywhere in the world. Correct. We it's interesting because uh, we see that um, in uh, different areas, uh, different uh, values of Syracuse are more important. So, for example, in the U.S., safety is a big issue. And really, that's a very strong selling point where Syracuse is providing much better safety functionality than existing uh, systems in the market today, anti-collision and systems like that. So Syracuse can provide better safety. Uh, in the Far East, Japan and Asia, we see that improving efficiency is really a big, uh, a big issue. So if I'm... Uh let's say a general contractor or a rental company and i would like to start using your solution how, how can how can i start right so uh a first of all we're a we are, we are uh today um actively uh, looking for a for a a companies to uh pilot our system we uh we are working with the crane owners so this is either crane manufacturers oem selling them our product to be embedded in the crane in the in the new cranes or as a retrofit system for existing cranes so that means either crane rental companies or gcs that own their own uh, cranes so if you are a GC that uh, uh, own your own cranes, or if you have a strong relationship with a crane rental company, then we would be happy to, um, to investigate the possibility of uh, collaborating and, uh, and piloting the systems. We actually plan to launch our first commercial systems at the end of uh, 22. So we are now um, at the final phases of a, of a, a preparing our commercial uh, systems. You talked already about your future plans uh, and, and what you're going to do and so on. Uh, but uh, what, do you, what is your vision for the future? Yeah, so today uh, I, it's important for me to say Syracuse is focused on cranes. Our technology is dedicated for cranes. We are actually using the, um, the mechanics of the crane really is incorporated into our technology. Uh, up to now, our focus was on tower cranes in construction sites. However, the technology is agnostic and we do have a roadmap where we are moving from tower cranes to crawler cranes to mobile cranes. And we also want to see uh, Syracuse uh, expanding out of the construction world into other heavy industries that rely on cranes. For us, it's really not a big issue if the system is operating a crane in a construction site or in a different uh, heavy uh, industry. Um, so this is one roadmap where we're looking to, over time, uh, expand the technology to other types of cranes. So if you have a, a tower crane and a crawler and a mobile on one site, all three of them can have a Syracuse system and they can uh, interact well properly, but also moving out of the construction industry into other heavy uh, industries. 
And of course, uh, for us, uh, the target is really uh, to reach uh, eventually level five, so fully autonomous cranes. Um, but as we talked, this is uh, it's it's a long uh, road to reach uh, full autonomy. It's also a matter of a uh, reliable technology, also a matter of uh, legislation. But there's a lot of work on uh, market acceptance. Mm, yeah, I can imagine that. Yes, but anyway, you are not let's say totally disrupting something you are you're in a way building on existing technologies and that makes it a little bit easier perhaps yeah you know um 20 years ago or even 10 years ago talking about an autonomous tower crane would be crazy but today it's already something that is on the border of acceptable because the concept of autonomy, thanks to the autonomous car, has become almost mainstream. And it's funny because we don't have any autonomous cars on the road. And yet my, uh, my children uh, who are young, they know that they will, uh, they will have an autonomous car. So uh, I, think it's a, I think it's much more acceptable today for, a, for people to say yes. We can envision a world where the crane operator is not doesn't need to manually control the crane. He's now sitting in the position of supervisor, and he will take control of the crane only in edge cases where the system is saying, look, I'm not sure exactly how to lower the load into the elevator shaft. So please, uh, I will take it until the opening of the shaft and then we would like the operator to manually lower the load and into the shaft, for example. And this is something that Syracuse uh, is uh, capable of doing, really uh, helping uh, the industry. I wouldn't have imagined, let's say, six months ago that now we have, by our house, uh, robots are driving every day, delivering goods from the local supermarket to customers. <laughs> so autonomous robots uh, it's now it's normal <laughs> yeah we have this in tel aviv also uh, we have a small uh, small autonomous vehicles that are delivering uh, groceries to the house um i think as the construction industry bounces back from uh, covid 19 um uh, i think a lot of the issues that were pre-covid so lack of a uh, skilled labor uh, and they, the need to build faster and more efficiently, I think these issues are becoming more prominent. And, uh, and I think uh, technology has, a, has a, the opportunity to help some of those issues. I don't think that technology is going to solve all of the problems, but I think definitely um, it can uh, uh, help on it to some extent. And uh, you see, we talk to GCs. There are a lot of GCs today that are very uh, open to testing new technology. Um, and uh, these are the GCs that we are looking to uh, collaborate with. Noam, it has been a really interesting discussion and I'm looking forward to seeing your cranes in in real life action in in action and uh, i thank you and all the best for the future
Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com, the award-winning blog, for more news and stories. 